Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast. I am one of the broads, Vicky B. Whoa. Look at what my phone's doing. Whoa there, lady. I am Vicky Barcelona. <laughs> and with me, as always, is ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah, what's your contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And we are back after two weeks. Yes. A lot has gone on. And that part of the reason my phone went off is because we got a message. We got a bunch of messages. So mm-hmm. we're going to read them all and hopefully get through all of them. Um, But one of them being from the Frosty One. Ooh, Frosty. Because he was talking about his tattoos and he said that he had like nine scorpions on his foot. Yes. What? And he sent us a picture and it's legit nine scorpions just hanging out on his foot like all around them. That is wild. And then it looks like one big scorpion on his on his, on his calf. Yeah. yeah. I'm picturing like if you're at the beach and someone's drunk or hallucinating on something, oh. they see that, they're going to freak out. If you're like on shrooms or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, he said uh, that here they are. Definitely the most painful tattoo I ever got. I he also has, uh, he was talking about the, the two ICP tattoos that he has. He got it, uh, I got over half my life ago. Definitely a different mindset back then. I most regret the placement of these as I don't really want to cover them up. But I feel like they are in the um they're in in the way of getting bigger and better tattoos uh, oh. and, and it's just like yeah there's a couple of tattoos where i'm like i wish i would have gone that somewhere else or there's tattoos that i have in like hiding spots i'm like i kind of want that to be up higher so i could show it off more yeah it's kind of weird to pull my pants down yeah, and be like you want to see my ships you want to see my, my booty? I got my crow. Um, but he also asked, I listen via uh, radio.com. I would love to review and leave five stars for you and the Geek Nation podcast because we're always asking people to come review us. Um, but I feel dumb because I can't figure out how to do so and I don't use Apple. So any other suggestions? So when we ask for five star reviews, we are asking for them on iTunes. Because on iTunes, that's I, I don't believe, and that's what I was double checking. I don't think there's reviewing on Radio.com app. Oh, but I appreciate you wanting to. Yeah. If you ever get Apple, feel free to review us. Yes. And do the it. broadcast, please. <laughs> Five stars all around. Uh, we did get one from Michael, the musical trucker. Michael. Uh, he always he lives up in Marysville, kind of like in my area as well. So he's always kind of. Giving me updates and stuff, like yeah, where I should the check hot out. spots to go. It's like, hey, ladies, I hope all is well for you. I just thought I'd make sure Vicky knows that uh, the Jet City Pizza by Dairy Queen in Marysville has reopened with new owners. Woohoo! Have a great week, Ooh, Michael the Musical Trucker. I've never actually been to a Jet City Pizza. I believe I hear good things, and that's actually really not far from where I live. So yeah, I'm like all right, gotta check it out. Hell yeah! Thank you for the suggestion. Uh, your buddy James messaged us. What up, James? And he sent a picture. <laughs> and the picture is of? Mm, yes. Um, <laughs> Do I want to know? Uh, so, yes. I'll, I'm going back to the beginning of the conversation. Uh, actually, he sent us one that we answered a while back. Are we going to go to uh, Emerald City Comic Con on Friday the 13th? Well, no. Because it has sadly been canceled. In a dun, pre- dun, dun. And as of today, it has been said that I think Governor Jay Inslee is going to be banning any gathering of more than 250 people. Yes, if you haven't heard, there is this thing called the coronavirus. Not to be confused with the Tecate virus or Dos Equis virus. <laughs> I know that joke is I like that. so old. I haven't heard that one. Really? I've been saying no. it so many times. Everyone rolls their eyes. No, I, I hear the one where... Uh, if I have coronavirus, I want to meet someone with Lyme disease. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard that yep. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was nice. Yeah, it's, it's a dad joke. Um, 
Yeah, the coronavirus. It's a thing, especially in Washington. We, Out of all the states, we've had the most deaths, and a lot of them are elderly. Yes, which is not a good thing, but, I mean, it sucks regardless, but it's apparently... It's spreading. So a lot of places like ECCC, different kind of concerts. I was going to go to a parade on Saturday, Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's Day parade, all been canceled. So if you have or had plans, you Mm -hmm. might want to make sure they're still happening. And that is part of the reason we were gone, because the first week we were gone to Vegas for Dice Tower West, which is a board game convention. Which probably honestly just snuck in there, right? Oh, yeah. If it was any later, it probably would not have happened. But I believe it was on the plane, because like that night I started feeling iffy, Mm -hmm. and I was sick throughout the entire trip. Oh, that sucks, dude. And then, I, I and I would like to say, BJ keeps saying I'm patient zero. I'm going to throw another friend under the bus. She was also sick, but she found out that her cat had passed away while she was on this trip. Oh. So she was, you know, crying mess. Yeah. But she was also sick, and BJ would go and, like, you know, hug her because she's crying. Like, that's what you do when someone's crying. And I tell him, like, nope, she's the one that got you sick because I didn't touch you. I sanitized before I touched anything and gave it to him. He's like, yeah, you pass me still, this? Even if you're, like, in the same, and like, right mm-hmm. now, you and I aren't touching. But, like, if you were sick, I could right. easily catch whatever you had right now. Right. But I also spent a lot of my time in my hotel room. Yeah. Well, and then Joey got sick, I heard. Mm-hmm. So yep. it was just... And they spent more time with her than with me. So I'm going to say... are gross anyway. Yes. I so. legit had hand sanitizer on everything. Yeah, the but spray that and everything. That only does so much. I know. I bathed in it. I was eating it. It was great. Ew. I'm kidding. But yeah, so you guys came back. You were sick. Then BJ got very yeah, sick. So Luckily, we, BJ's better. Knock on all the wood. Yeah, we came back yesterday. It was our first day back in like two weeks. Yeah. That was weird. We're still not in our... Yeah. Rhythm yet. and our rhythm, right? It's been it's been, been interesting. Yeah, I'm not sleeping. Hopefully, right. we're all healthy though, right? Everyone, twenty second, wash your hands. That's a long right. ass time. I'm just say like I try, but damn, my hands get hella pruny. Yeah, it, it gets <laughs> annoying to wash your hands that long. And I thought I washed my hands a long time, but then you actually count. It's it gets pretty bad. But uh, he did say, um, I think uh, one of the last times he was talking about his Piazza podcast as well. He says, our, our podcast name is Creator Zanon, and we are a, uh, on Podbean, which is like a podcast hosting site. Nice. It's a podcast that celebrates creative people with hopes that people who listen with, uh, will support them by either backing them on Patreon or buying their work or sharing their stuff on social media. So, yes, we are always looking to support creative people. And if you know anyone, have them reach out to us at Creator Zanon, so Z-A-N-O-N, at gmail.com. And yes, Vicky, when you get your frame project up and we and running, we would love to have you on the podcast to talk about it. I love that. I actually have quite a few plans. Like there's some that I'll just do when I'm stressed out. I'll just whip one up and not even meaning to. Yeah. Um it's your zen. I have a bunch of I just got a bunch of big frames and stuff, so I'm that's gonna be my my Everest. It's gonna take me a while. Well, I mean, so. do it and then sell them, dude. Right. Money makeup. Money, money, Side money. Hustle. Oh, and if you know anyone that's creative and can do interviews, please send me their info and I'll reach out. So, yeah, if you guys know anybody creative or you have something awesome, give them a reach out to them. Yeah. He also sent me this funny ass uh, picture that I was laughing at. And it's, like you know, googly eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They make giant ones. That sounds frightening. The size of like maybe regular size pancakes, maybe a little smaller. So like okay. maybe, maybe like a medium to small, yeah, medium sized pancake. And do they just put them on random things? So this person put them on their boobies. Oh, like, I put giant googly eyes on my boobies. Come on, this is funny. Boobly eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys, it's like, oh my god, girls! I finally found it—the funniest meme ever. I would totally like put a smile on my stomach. 
I just have a whole face. I think you can just kind of crunch up and let your the crease. Oh yeah, get there. and maybe you draw lips on like yes. each half of the creases. <laughs> uh, That's so weird. Moving on to another message. Uh, hey girls, Allison here. She was the one that actually recommended AFK Tavern in Everett. Oh yeah, um, if we hadn't been there yet. It says I've been catching up on earlier episodes and I just listened to the tattoo one. How bad do pelvis tattoos hurt? Because I, I was mentioning that my first tattoo ever was on my pelvis, mm-hmm. and then technically my third one was on the other side. I didn't get it in the middle. They're closer to my hip bones. Ah, you'd still think that would... Yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah, be <laughs> was, as painful. It wasn't on the actual bone itself, luckily, but it was still not... It wasn't fun. But they were small enough to where if you have an artist that has good, quick work... Some people rush, it's and fast. it's crappy. Yeah. Um, but my guy uh, is really quick with tattoos, like, I'll be like, are you almost done? He's like, I'm done. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, wow, really? Huh? Yay, awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like any other tattoo. It doesn't feel good. Uh, it says, uh, I want to get a horned heart with rainbow wings on a flame on a pelvis tattoo. Do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a fantastic idea. Hell yeah, girl. Anything rainbow with uh, flames. And I love hearts, so that's fantastic. That's perfect. I like that, too. If you do, send us a picture. Or even if you just get the drawing, the the, the mock-up. I would love to see that, too. Um, and then we also got one more message, and they did not give us their name. Mm, mysterious. It says, new to listening and liking it. Thank you, mysterious uh, messenger. Uh, does Vicky sing the intro songs? Uh, oh, actually, I love that question. I do not, actually. Um, so funny enough, I wanted to. I wanted it to be a local person that did it, and I actually have a friend, um, Ali LaRoe. Ali LaRoe. Uh, she is a fantastic singer, local singer, and she, that is actually her Like, she is a professional singer, mm-hmm. like, in the sense of that's which, how she makes a living, and I think that is the coolest thing in the world. She's, and she created that song for us, mm-hmm. and it's longer, too. Our intro used yeah. to be longer. We cut it, but it's um, amazing. It's uh, she's also owner and artist at Fox and Phoenix Records. That's kind of her jam. She's also the a singer and guitarist on uh, her band. Uh, you can find them at the Feral Folk Music. Uh, they're called the Feral Folk. They're a really awesome band. I actually really love listening to them. One of my good buddies is in it sometimes, like traveling with them, and will uh, play the drums for him. He actually produced the song. Oh, but I kind of I'm like I have this idea. Could you do something like this? I love your voice. I feel like you can create something amazing. Um, and I freaking love our intro music. It's so sexy. So sexy. I love that like, the messenger thought it was you because I could see that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. We do end up singing it like before our podcast, I guess Sarah and I. It's very catchy. Oh, yeah. We'll have to, maybe the next episode, we'll play the long version for you. Ooh, maybe Vicky will sing it. Too. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sick, but my voice is not. It's a little struggling. It's struggling today. I'm, str- I'm on the struggle bus. We also got a message on the Insta. What? Uh, this is from Joe, Tacoma Joe. He said, good morning, ladies. I wanted to comment on Sarah's friend situation. So this was the friend I talked about one of the last episodes where we were good friends with this other person and she mm-hmm. was having a birthday and didn't tell one of our good friends about it. And right. I was on the struggle bus. It had been months and she still hadn't said anything. So I was on the struggle bus with whether or not I should tell this person about it because... She was my good friend, too. Mm-hmm. Um, your friend having a birthday needs to stop procrastinating and tell your her friend about the trip. It's already been five months since she's made the plans, and it's not going to get any worse telling her now. If you get put in the middle again, all you should say is, I'm not sure what's happening. Maybe you should ask her about it. If the birthday girl doesn't come clean after then, 
after being asked, then I think you have the right to tell your friend the whole story. But regardless, this is going to be a whole lot of drama. <laughs> All right. Since a lot of time has happened, passed, I guess, since you told that story, what has since happened? What has unfolded? Wow. I really want to know. Okay. So um, the friend ended up telling... The friend who's having the birthday party ended up telling my other friend. Here, give us name, like give us initials. So I or B give, and J. B and J. B is the birthday girl. <laughs> okay. That's funny. B is the birthday girl. J is our good friend. Okay. So B and J have been really good friends since kindergarten, uh, and I'm really good friends with both of them. Mm-hmm. B did not invite J to the birthday, and it has been five six months since J asked me about it, and I kind of played dumb which I felt super guilty about and then I immediately told B that she needs to tell tell J ASAP because now I feel like I'm lying I feel like I'm keeping something I don't feel like a good friend this is not my moral compass uh so B ended up telling J about it did not inform me that she told her didn't even mention it J brought it to me and we had a huge discussion about it J's feelings very hurt I was gonna say was she mad at you no, okay, she wasn't. Uh, which I think was the, super sweet of her. I, I think, think it's reasonable not to be mad because you're. you're I think it, she was understanding the fact that you were also put in a bad position. Yes, and she totally was like, "Dude, I mean, it's like picking between friends. Mm-hmm. We're both your good friends. I didn't. I don't. You're stuck what between are you a rock and a hard place, you know. And I yes, exactly. And I think she saw that I was so not okay with it, mm-hmm. and I felt very uncomfortable about it. And I immediately talked to B after Jay asked me about it and was like, dude, you need to tell her, like, this is eating me alive. Um, Jay was very hurt about it and initially still wasn't actually invited. Oh, she just kind of told her about was the Was kind of like, hey, you're kind of like low on cash, right? I'm thinking about doing this. I'm thinking about doing this for my birthday. Mm. Didn't even... It was a very passive-aggressive Seattle way to go mm. about to tell someone that, right? So Jay thought that she had just made the, the event mm-hmm. and didn't know it was months ago and so I broke that news to her and she's hurt right well B and I get into it into oh, birthday it. girl and birthday oh girl and me some other some other girl invited to the birthday asked birthday girl so like does Jay know about all this? Like, are we okay with like mentioning this trip and stuff? Like, I feel weird being around her. And B's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I told her. She's probably going to have a lot of S to say about it. And she's probably going to go around talking to everyone. But yeah, I told her about it. And I was like, well, as your good friend, I will tell you that her and I have talked about it. And her feelings are hurt. Bam. I don't know what the hell switched in her, but something switched. She's been holding back everything and in all, her life. All the, yes, everything that's happened in the past year and a half that she hasn't dealt with just kind of came out on me. Mm. And we were at a bar. Of course. Stormed the F out. She did. Called a lift, like straight up, like old school, old school Sarah style. Like... And at one point, I was at the bar, and I was like, this is going to be, this is about to be ratchet, because two can play this game, girl. Like, I haven't had crazy Sarah come out in a while. She can come out, and J-Rubs was there, my boyfriend, and he was like, no, 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 calm down, just, like, let her go, and... Yeah, we haven't talked since. So <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't more craziness. So no. um, you haven't talked since. When's her birthday party? It's later the year, right? It's, yeah, it's not till June. It's not mm-hmm. till June. Um, 
this happened a week and a half ago, okay. this blow up. Uh, and I actually, I was very, I was weirdly calm about it. I was weirdly. You were so zen. I was so zen. My so, other friend namaste was there. Namaste is how yeah, you say it. I was so namaste. And I, I, my other friend was there too. And she was saying the exact same thing I was saying, but I was getting all kind of the heat for it. Mm-hmm. And then, so she ran after my birthday friend and I look at my boyfriend and I'm like, am I, am I like. Am I in the wrong here? Like, I'm kind of confused. Like, why did she just get so upset? Like, usually I'll be screaming or yelling or getting crazy and then someone else will get crazy and then I, and then it makes sense. But so I was legitimately like, am I being mean? And my boyfriend's like, no, dude, like you're actually being really chill and it's very surprising. It's very unsettling, <laughs> actually. Not, yeah. Like, um, I, would, I think, you know how there's some people like they are very intimidating because they're loud and like will get up in your face. Yeah. I feel like there's another level of intimidating where somebody will just go quiet. Yeah. And it's so unsettling. I think it, it, it's on the equal level, but in two different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And it's like, why aren't you popping off or saying really and anything? Like, and it's like, uh, what's going to happen? Oh, yeah. this is a, this, there's a disturbance of the force. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> what is she thinking right now? Is yeah. she going to murder everyone while we're not looking? Well, yeah. I mean, and then I have my little moment of like, oh, hell no. I can. And my boyfriend's like, no, dude, just just let her go. And I was like, okay. Like, so, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe this is the new Sarah. Maybe this is the new You're mature. Sarah. Not popping off Sarah. But, you know, sometimes things don't, doesn't, doesn't get solved. So I talked to my friend. I talked to my boyfriend. I've talked to some other people. And, like, I'm really, like... I'm proud of you. Thank you. But I'm also like, well, now what? I wasn't, I didn't do anything. She's the one that popped off on me. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, she should reach out to me now. Right. Be, and be like, hey, like, sorry. Or, hey, nothing. Silence. Or at least like, let's discuss this. Because honestly. Right. Shouldn't she be the one to do that, though? Like, why am I? I feel like I'm always the one being like, hey, like, we have an issue. Let's talk it out. Hey, like, I know confrontation is very uncomfortable, but let's do it anyway. Because to me, this is even more uncomfortable. What? So how long do you think would have to go by that you don't talk to each other that you decide I'm not going on this trip at all? Like, like, because you're obviously having to put money down or save money and, you know, reserve spots or whatever. Right. I'm um, so glad. I mean, knowing me, I I, I would have bought tickets months ago for uh-huh. this, but I didn't, which is good now. But what's funny is we usually get together every week to watch The Bachelor, mm-hmm. right? But The Bachelor finale was Monday and Tuesday. And on Monday, like, I've made every week. And I said, I'm not going. Like, I'm not. I mm-hmm. A bunch of my friends go, but it's at her house. And I feel, I feel awkward about it. I don't want to just sweep this under the rug. So I don't feel like it's appropriate of me to come over just to be like social and be, you, you know, when we have an issue, right? When it's at your house, but she's having a St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, not this Saturday, but a week from this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I I feel like a few days before that, I need to reach out and say we haven't spoke. Ding, ding! Fries My light bulb went off. We haven't spoke since, and I don't feel comfortable going to your part. Like. No, yeah. And it's a party that I go to every year, and it's like, you know, like it's tradition. But So I feel like I kind of need more of an explanation where, like, then I'm just not going. Right. But also, bitch, it'll have been three weeks, and you're not going to say anything? Like, I, that's what I don't understand. You bitched me out at the bar. You're the one that stormed off when I was just telling you that your friend was hurt. Like, 
why? And then I was like, you don't have to get so defensive all the time. Like, I'm your friend. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just trying right. to tell you maybe you didn't go about this the right way. And it just kind of shows that th- their level of emotional maturity. Yeah. And it's like, I think she's so she has just so much unsettled stuff that like she's been just taking lashing out at the people closest to her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I understand you're going through some crap, but it's been over a year now, and this crap is not getting better, and it's getting worse. And I'm, it's, it's I'm affecting on- your relationships. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly fed up with it, mm-hmm. which just sucks is because we're so intertwined and we, Every, you know. Yeah, everything you guys do is, like, all in the same group. Yeah, very similar, like, a lot of the same friends. We go to the same gym. We're, like, very intertwined. Mm-hmm. And so I know sweeping it under the rug and not saying anything is just going to make her life easier and maybe we'll make our friendship will be weird but at least won't be talked about and it won't be like ruffling the feathers and we'll all still be able to hang out and be fine but I'm like that is so not my MO right and I've just been trying to be as patient as possible but because even like in a sense like when there is a friendship breakup you do have the breakup you never let it just drift away I feel like you I always always. yes I all yeah and I I feel like for me that's that's better at Mm -hmm. least you're going to get some type of closure. At least you're right. going to be on the same page of being like, is this not working out right Especially now? Especially if there's like some sort of animosity towards somebody else, like in like in that friendship. If, you have, if one person has animosity towards the other. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because sometimes just friendships just drift apart. I think she has a lot of animosity towards me. I think she has a lot of like... Just negative feelings. You know? And I th- for one reason or another. I, th- I mean, yeah. I think it's happened. And I think it's happened before. I think she just doesn't know what... How to handle I, her emotions. Yeah, and she, and I don't I haven't been through what she's going through. So mm-hmm. she has like, you don't know what I'm going through, Sarah. You don't know, you know, but I'm like, I don't know, but I have been through some stuff and I've gone on like sought professional help for it. And I think that's what you need. Mm-hmm. And it's just in one ear and out the other. And I was like, I don't know how to help you anymore. Like, I don't know. It's like you're it's like, yes, maybe I don't know exactly what you're going through, but you're also not making it easier for yourself or for us to try to help you or to understand. Yes. And and to start and to even like have that wanting to or like not that wanting to understand, but that sympathetic, that empathy that Uh because if you're just going to lash out at me for no reason or for a reason that's not even a reason to lash out or try to help like you were trying to help and being like look you put me in an uncomfortable situation this isn't a good thing for you let's try like we need to fix this yeah like you were like both trying to help her and also explain expressing that you were in an uncomfortable situation because of what she did yeah and she just freaked out and i'm just i'm having a hard time with it because i hate friendship breakups i think they're just as like regular breakups oh yeah heart they're just as hard heartbreaking and i don't want to like have this hard conversation with her, but I feel like it's necessary. And I don't want to break up with her. I just want, I really just want her to see the light. And, but I don't know if she's even ready to see it. And she may not, like ever, or not ever, but it may be a, a long while. Well, and some people, honestly, some people don't see the see the light or see something wrong until they hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's going to be for her, but I want to help her and I want to try See, and then I feel like I'm a bad friend because if I walk away or if I don't be friends with her anymore, like, I didn't stick through her really hard times. You know, like, if you can't handle me my worst, you can't handle me, you know, like, that kind of crap. that is a BS quote that people who don't know how to handle their own crap spew out so they can blame somebody else. Because at the end of the day, like, I used to be that person, like, we need to take care of each other. You're not taking care of me, whether it's in a relationship or a friendship. 
And that is not the case at all. Like uh, the the most, you know, when you read something like a quote or something and it just kind of sticks with you for life. Yeah. One that has always stuck with me and I apply this to all my relationships and to my friendships. Oh, yes. Toss. Is um, I used to say you take care of you or you take care of me and I'll take care of you. But now I say I will take care of me for you if you take care of you for me. Mm, I like that. Because it implies like, look, your, my mental health, like nobody can fix me like, yeah. except myself. I can seek out help. But all like I need like if I go to therapy, I can go to therapy for years. But if I'm not willing to put the work in and actually like evaluate and actually go with the process, it's not going to do me any good. Yeah. But I have to put the work in so I can get better. And if you're not in a good place, what makes you think that you can be a good friend or a good partner? Yes. And I'm not saying that like, you know, you're a bad friend if you have stuff going on. It's because we all have stuff going on at one point or another. Some stuff heavier than others. And sometimes life's easier and sometimes life is really, really crappy for a long time. Mm hmm. And there's nothing wrong with leaning on your friends, whether it's to vent or, or to, to cry. Exactly. Or to just, you know what? Sometimes I just need somebody to be there with me in the same room, not talking and just watching TV or something. I just need that comfort. However, I'm still going to therapy. I, I'm constantly trying to find a way to make sure like, I'm ahead of anything bad that goes on in my brain or in my life. Yeah. And you're you understand you. I know you've been like in and out of therapy, right. but you've understood like when you're good, you're good. Maybe I don't need this mm-hmm. right now. But then when you get bad, like maybe I do need this or right. maybe I just need it for maintenance or whatever. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, anybody who still has a stigma on therapy thinking it's for crazy people. That is not the case at all. It is whether it's, you know, you're just having a lot of stress at work. You need somebody to talk to because sometimes I'm very lucky. I have people I can talk to when I am stressed about work. Um, but not everybody has that. So sometimes you just need somebody to like let it out. And sometimes by saying it out loud, you kind of realize what you really want or what really is bothering you. Or maybe it isn't work that's bothering you. It's something else underlying. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's a process. And I've had to explain that to people. Like I tried it once and I hated it. I went to a couple sessions. I'm like, that does not how it works. Right. Thank you. That's, that's not how it works. You have to find someone you like. And sometimes it's just nice to have to be able to talk Mm -hmm. to someone who is so out of your circle, doesn't exactly. know any... Unbiased. Unbiased. Doesn't know your friends, doesn't know your family, doesn't know your coworker, like nothing. Because, yeah, talking to friends is great, but, like, at the end of the day, if I'm talking about B&J, like, to my other friends, they know who I'm talking about. And so right. they have their own different opinion on them. Right. And so it's, it's helpful venting-wise, but, mm-hmm. like, actually trying to work through issues and problems, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the best. And sometimes, like, therapists know what questions to ask that maybe your friends wouldn't. Yeah, we're not professionals. No. I mean, that's what I kept That's what I kept telling my friend is, like, yes, it's great that you can talk to us. That's awesome. Like, talk to us as much as you want. But at the end of the day, we don't really know what we're talking about. Like, we're not professionals. You're, you're giving your opinion. Yes, we're giving what we think we would do in the situation and what we would think is best. But and like sometimes we're just here to like listen. Yeah, like not even to give you advice. It's just you need to talk. Let it out. Word vomit at us. But if you're actually looking for something that can help you, mm, <sighs> look for a therapist. Look for a freaking therapist. And one thing that I always tell people because I get so annoyed when people are like, "I didn't like my therapist. I don't like going to therapy. I'm never doing it again." So this is how I equate it when I explain it to people. If you go to therapy and you realize that the person you picked out is just you're not vibing with them, whether it's their style or they just rub you the wrong way. Because there was a long time I stuck with a therapist looking back on it and I never felt super comfortable to tell her everything. Like Mm. only on a couple occasions I really let stuff out. But I felt like the entire time she was judging me, whether or not she was and I was projecting. 
Like you still I'm felt not like sure. that. I felt like she was judging me, and I never realized how good. Like, and I've and I've learned a lot of good things from different therapists. But looking, but once you get a really good therapist, it's just like holy crap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. You have to vibe with them. You have to click with them, right. and you especially have to be able to be open with them. That's exactly. the whole point. Um, Even if it takes a few sessions. And sometimes you may outgrow a certain therapist, you know, like, okay, you know, this, I need to find somebody else because now this is going on in my life or whatever. And they can't, yeah. And they don't handle that necessarily or. Right. Or they're not, you know, but if you go get a bad haircut, if you get a haircut and it's awful, they mutilate your hair and it's dyed all funky colored. You look like a weird zebra. I've been there. I hid in my closet with a towel over my head and started crying. Right, but did you, did you swear off haircuts forever? No, thank God. Exactly. Can you imagine? Right. But like you, you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, oh, I got a really bad haircut. I don't like hairdressers, so I think all hairdressers are the same, so I'm never going to get my haircut again. That's yeah. how stupid saying, oh, I didn't like my therapist, so I'm never going to therapy again. Damn, Vicky, you, you need to talk to my friend. <laughs> you need, maybe I should just descend with this podcast real quick. Just be like, hey. Did I talk hey, a lot of crap maybe, in the beginning? A little bit. A little bit, sir. <laughs> I'll edit this part out. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just, just, just slide on my number. It's cool. Yeah, I'll be like, you need to talk to my friend. Um, it's just like, and it's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, your friends are there to support you, but they're not there to fix you. Yes. So. Oh, I just it, it is just the whole thing that I have to remember, too, is like I can tell her as much as I want, but they have to want it for themselves. But. Oh, man, just do it. And and one more thing. She is just such she, she practices like or she preaches all of this stuff and doesn't on practice Facebook, what she preaches. on Instagram. Oh. Uh, she oh, go to therapy. Oh, guys going to therapy is so amazing. If you have a problem, talk to someone. La la la. And I'm like, hello. Like, oh, my God. Listen mm. to your listen to your social media. Self, it's like you're please. trying to sound woke and all like in it. But you but you are really the one that's not practicing it when you should be. Just because you post all the memes and, you know, quotes on Facebook doesn't mean that that is your therapy or that you know best. Yep. People people do take social media as their therapy. Mm. That's why sometimes Facebook's is just like monologues of people and their emotions and their feelings. And like, if that is what you do, then that's what you do. But maybe talk to someone else, too. Right. Like, because... As much as I love memes and I am always using them to describe how I feel like I've done that with BJ I'm like this is how I feel like somebody else put it into words for me yeah yeah um but that doesn't mean that I exactly know everything about how my mental health is that doesn't mean you know <laughs> yeah it just I'm like okay I relate to this but you know maybe you don't know why you relate to this yeah yeah so, and it's good to know yeah it's good just talking it out so we will say this again. Pro therapy over we here. We are very pro therapy. So go get your ass in therapy. If you're listening to this, yes. you probably need therapy. You probably do because <laughs> you're listening to us. And let uh, me know if you have any any suggestions on what I should do because me having it unsettled is very unsettling for me. But I know people, you know, need time to process things, need time to reach out. So I'm holding on to a little bit of hope. And optimisticness, but let's get real. I barely have any. Because if it was my ass, and I, and I, if I bitched you out, Vicky, like that, the next day I would text you and be like, holy crap, dude, sorry I freaked out. Like, or, let's talk about it. Or even if you weren't sorry or, I don't know, like, sorry. They kind of, like, triggered me to remembering this one occasion where I, when I was a waitress, one of the girls snapped at me 
and started yelling, like yelling at me. Coworker or employee? Okay. Well, technically, I was manager at the time. I asked her. Ooh, then she was your subordinate. She was your worker. You would have bounced. But like she, I was just like, hey, can you do this real quick for me? I promise. Because the the day before was really crappy. And I had asked her, I'm like, can you just take this one table? She was also the bartender. I'm like, just this one table. Um... I'm kind of in the weeds right now. Yeah, I'm swamped. And she was like not wanting to do it because yesterday that's how it started. And she got stuck with a million tables and she got stuck in the weeds for hours. Oh, wow. Um, And so she was taking because she was doing some other stuff. She was busy. So I quickly ran up and grabbed some drinks, um, you know, for her. And she's like, oh, you have time to make your own drinks, but not, you know. Yeah. You know, take take the table. table. Literally, the table is on the opposite end of the restaurant. Yeah. Like, and she was right next to him, like, and then eventually, like, she spouted off like some other stuff, like blah 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 blah. I work three jobs. I'm like, I work, like, you know, like I'm working two jobs too. Like, it's it's like, nuts. chill, lady. Like, and so I afterwards, I'm like, I wanted to be cool, so I apologize for yelling. And she's like, okay, thanks. Like, this is where you apologize this is where, to me, dude. Some people don't know how. No, it's like, like I, you know, if anything, it's just like for being whether or not you believed or didn't believe what you said. Like, you're like, I meant what I said, but I, I'm sorry the way I said it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If she would have been like, you know what? I'm sorry. I yelled. Yeah. Like, like it, I, I mean. I'm not mad about what you said. I'm mad at the way you said it. And it's just like, but I apologize. And she didn't. So I'm like. Ugh. Does that make you even more mad? Or are you still yes. glad that you apologized? Like, it makes me more angry. I'm not going to lie. Like, really? Yeah. It's just like. Okay. Because in my head, like, that makes me think that you don't actually respect my apology. Or wanted it or... In my head, it makes me think she doesn't think she was wrong at all. No. At all. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, I think we were both in the wrong. And That's how I kind of feel like this is going to go. If we do talk or when we do talk, she she doesn't apologize for really anything. So she's going to think that you were the one in the wrong. Yeah. For having my opinion and just telling her that her friend was hurt. All right. So people, do you think (sighs) Sarah, if that were to happen, do you think Sarah should just be like, okay, brush it off or... Yeah, should I sweep it under the rug or should this be come to Jesus moment if she's doing this all the time? Yeah, I'm really in a pickle because her and I have been friends for a really long time. So it's been an emotional week and a half, guys. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad we're back. Yes, me too. uh, And give me give me your advice, everyone. And we'll uh, switch it up on the next one. So it's not so confrontational. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.